ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Devil and Our Body Transformation Podcast. It's been a while since I've actually dropped a podcast, uh, I mean recorded a podcast. I'm speaking like a rapper who's dropping a mixtape or a single. But anyways, I just couldn't be bothered to be honest because I needed some time off. And so I was posting less on social media, I was just doing, I was just keeping up with my clients. And I was just doing the day-to-day work because as some of y'all might not, might actually know, that I have started prepping for a photo shoot. So, yeah, that basically is it, you know. So, that's where most of my energy goes because I'm currently training five days a week, hitting something like 10,000 steps per day. And I am doing cardio like four times per week, basically. So, yeah. But anyways, in today's podcast, I'm going to be recording this topic as to why don't you look like your favorite celebrity? Now, a lot of people think that if they follow the celebrity diet plan, the celebrity trading plan, the nutrition plan, they're going to look like, let's say, Kim Kardashian if they follow her training plan or nutrition plan. Well, Kim Kardashian is a joke. She really knows how to market herself. Uh, but it doesn't really work that way if you like, let's say, if you follow Arnold Schwarzenegger's trading plan, you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It, it doesn't really work that way. I'm going to be covering this more in depth in this following podcast, so stay tuned. But anyways, in this podcast, I've divided the topic into four subtopics. The first one being their why and urgency. The second one being genetics. The third one being metabolism and ability to put on muscle. And the fourth one being facilities and ease of access. All right, so let's probably crack on with the first one, their real why and their urgency. Well, most of the celebrities have a deadline. They have some sort of an urgency. They have to get ready for a particular role for which starts and ends at a particular date on the basis of which they can actually plan things. And they are forced to adhere to things because like, let's say if your job simply relies on you looking good for that particular role, looking presentable for that particular role. You got no other damn option than to stick to the plan, basically. Yep. So their why, their urgency, pretty much gets them to do it. They're internally driven because acting is what their passion is, you know. And if you want to be a really good actor, if you want to, like, fit that particular role of, like, let's say, Superman of Chris Hemsworth, I don't really know how to pronounce it. I mean, you, you can't really be a Thor who's out of shape, like a fat, out-of-shape beer belly dude who's complaining about economics and politics you got to actually look the part you know so yeah they have urgency they got a deadline and they they know their real why and their real why is usually internally internally driven most of the people they don't really have an urgency basically their urgency would probably be like i need to get ready for that particular wedding my friend's wedding i need to get ready for the summer Guess what? The summers are going to come and go, basically. They're going to be several summers, so there's not that much of an urgency. And plus, they're not internally motivated. They are usually doing for the external, like, they, they're usually externally motivated, which is like they're doing for others. That's good in the short term, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with external motivation, but they're not internally motivated, which is because of which they don't really know how to stick to things in the long run, basically. So... How do you solve this problem? You need to know your real why and you need to have urgency basically. Like your life sort of relies on you getting in shape as cheesy or as cliche as this might sound. Yeah, like the do or die mentality. So like, let's say if, who was that guy? Kristen Bale um, was approached by Christopher Nolan. 
I don't know who's the director of Batman, but let me just Google up. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan pretty much directed Batman, I think. So let, let's say Christopher Nolan came to Kristen Bale for the role for the role of Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, and Kristen Bale, who's extremely passionate about acting, and is internally driven by it, basically, he would willingly accept the role because he's he's able to practice his passion. But if he wants to really fit that part, he's got no other option than to actually stick to the plan, because his job, his ability to be Batman, pretty much relies on him being in shape. You're not going to see a Batman who's out of shape. That's going to be ridiculous. That's not what the storyline is like, you know. So their job pretty much relies on stuff like that, basically. Sorry about that. I was just dismantling a magnet, which was annoying me. But yeah, so most of the people don't have urgency and most of the people don't really know their real why. So you want to solve that problem by just simply finding your, finding your real why and having like a bit of an urgency. And that's going to take care of the internal battle which usually 99.9999 percentage of the population face the second the second side of things is genetics basically now this is the juicy bit this is like people don't really like to take care of the non-sexy but like the urgency and the why and they straight up go like oh my genetics are not that great like no dude your genetics are all right you know but it's it's just that you blame the things which you have no control over. Kristen Bale doesn't have great genetics. Most of the Hollywood celebrities, they don't really have great genetics in my opinion. It's just that their work ethic is on point. You need to put in work consistently for an extended period of time, like a minimum of six months to one year or probably longer depending on how fat you are, if you actually want to showcase what your genetics actually are. So what do I mean by genetics? Bone structure. So like for a dude, if you want to look like, let's say, quote unquote, this stereotypical masculine dude, you know, who's able to get a shirt off at the beach, the ideal alpha Greek god looking like fella. But you want to have like a narrow waist, bone structure, narrow hips, and white bones, white clavicles, white collarbones, and like a white shoulder width. 99.99% of the population is not really blessed that way. But can you control the bone structure? No, that's something that you pretty much get from your parents. Then the second, if you, as a dude, if you have that, then you're probably going to look good by just simply dropping a little bit of body fat and putting on a little bit of muscle, you know, that's the first thing. Now, as a female, what would be the ideal bone structure? Now, before anybody gets triggered, okay, I, I'm just talking about genetics. I'm not really talking about beauty standards and all of that. So guys, please chill, right? Guys and girls, please chill. So what would probably mean the ideal uh, figure for a particular female, basically? Narrow waist, wide hips, uh, wide chest, basically, which enhances the feminine curves like Kim Kardashian's body, etc. Kim Kardashian is basically plastic, plastic fantastic, but the, most other females don't really fall in the category. Like, let's say if you're a female with PCOS, you know, you're probably going to have like broader shoulders and you're going to have like narrow hips because your testosterone is elevated and your estrogen is suppressed because of which you're probably going to have like more dude-like characteristics. So most of the females are not made that way. Is, is it something you should sulk about? No. It's just that you're made that way. Can you control it? The answer is no. Make peace with it. Yeah. Similarly, like how most of the dudes are not made that way. Similarly, how just like how most of the females are not made that way. The 
second thing under genetics is muscle insertions and origins okay your ability to look aesthetic soul not solely but to a large extent relies on where your muscles originate and where they insert so like let's say let's pick probably the biceps they originate at the at the base of your shoulder and they insert around your elbow okay now some people's biceps they insert three inches above the elbow some people's biceps they insert exactly at the elbow some people's biceps insert two inches above the elbow and so on now, depending on how low like how closer your biceps insert to the elbow it's probably going to give the illusion of a bigger bicep if it if it inserts way above the elbow it's going to give the illusion of a smaller bicep which probably affects your aesthetics to a certain degree which affects on how full your muscle belly is you know can you control it i don't think so muscle insertions and origins are something that you're born with if you want good insertions and origins choose the right parents which pretty much most of the 100 percentage of the population has no access to basically yeah so it's something that you cannot really control make peace with it yeah the so these are the things and the last one being height yeah now, i'm five feet seven inches it sucks i wish i was a little taller but your like depending on how tall or how short you are determines on how like how your fat is stretched out across your entire body. So you must have usually seen like tall people. Even at a higher body fat percentage, they look really, really lean. Where short people at a lower body at a lower body fat percentage, they still don't look that lean compared to that tall person. It is what it is. Can you control it? I don't think so. Make peace with it, basically. Yeah. This comes under the category of genetics, basically. Gotta make peace with it. This is something that you cannot control. This determines on whether you look like a celebrity or whether you don't look like a celebrity. That's one aspect of it. Yeah? So like, let's say if you see someone like Ryan Gosling. In, I've never seen a Ryan Gosling movie because I find it awful. Sorry to the Barbie listeners, basically. Barbie viewers. More of, like, more of an open hammer guy. <laughs> but yeah, let's say Ryan Gosling genetically is has has got like narrow shoulders but he's got like deep shoulder insertions because of which he's got that broad cup like look around his shoulders you know as a dude you know it doesn't make sense for you to compare yourself to ryan Gosling. but the best thing you can do is compare you against yourself basically simple as that yeah anyways now moving on to the third topic when it comes to why don't you look like your favorite celebrity is metabolism and people's ability to put on muscle Metabolism determines on how quickly you burn calories while sitting at rest. Yeah, there are some people who naturally just simply remain lean, and there are some people who really, really need to dig in in order to lose weight. Yeah, and no, your metabolism doesn't really slow down from university to now. It's just that you have slowed down from university to now. Think about this: in university, you're probably up till four a.m. in the morning. You were abusing some funny substances you know because of which your appetite was either up regulated or down regulated but you wouldn't bother eating that much and even if you did eat it would be not so great items like cup noodles and that's what you pretty much eat for the rest of the day and you'd probably be flat as broke because of which you would just walk around all day instead of driving to work or you, you or driving to your university, you'd probably walk or you'd cycle to your university because of which you were unintentionally in a caloric deficit and your metabolism actually had 
was burning enough calories and you stayed lean, you know. But real world, real world happens and you do the complete op opposite. With more success comes more money because of which you're able to afford more food and drinks and more quality food items. That's the first thing. The second thing is you just simply move less. You're seated most of the day because of which you've simply burned lesser calories at rest. So that's a huge factor taken into consideration. But keeping that in mind, you still can't ignore that in the fact that some people simply burn more calories while they're resting compared to others because of which they remain naturally lean. Can you control this? I don't think so. That's something that you just probably get from your parents, from your uh, ancestors eating habits, from race also probably determines a huge degree of it. So like let's say if you're coming from a Middle Eastern or Asian or Arab background basically, the diet is predominantly high in carbohydrates. Yeah? because of which your chances of being diabetic are probably going to be way more higher. Let's say if you come from an African background, all right, you will probably metabolize protein way more easily compared to, like, let's say, an Asian or like an Arab or like a Middle Eastern guy, basically. You know, That's why you must have seen Africans, they just bloody look at the gym and they just <laughs> look really, really good. You know, They just get jacked really, really quickly. Yeah. Now, I don't really know much about Caucasians, but... Genetics also, like your race, plays a huge role. Your fast eating habits and your environment, etc., plays a huge role. But you can't deny that the fact that some people are naturally, naturally burn more calories at rest. So that's going to determine on how long you need to stay in a diet. Make peace with it. Don't piss or moan about it. Yeah. The second thing is on how easily you put on muscle in a few particular places. So this also comes down to genetics, like different parts of. Different muscles of a body basically have this particular thing known as motor neurons which fire up when you're training. So I'll give you my example. I barely need to do anything for my legs and they just swell up. Let's say if I train three sets of squats, my quads are like, oof, they just swell up. But if I really want to grow my upper body, I need to hammer the hell out of it basically. Yeah. So different people pack on their muscle differently depending on which part of the body they're training and how quickly or how slowly it happens is like solely comes down to genetics. So that's one of the reasons as to why you might not pack on muscle around a particular part of your body compared to your favorite celebrity, even if you follow their training program. Yeah, you need to listen to your body and you need to treat your training as per a few particular principles basically. So yeah, now, the last thing which is a very underrated tool is facilities and ease of access. Now, celebrities, according to popular culture, are somewhat of, an, of a VIP, basically. So, they have high value, you know, and they have enough social status because of which people would, like meal prep companies would go like, you know what, we're going to provide you your food as per your preferences. You don't need to think about it. You just need to eat the meals. Most of the people who probably come to me, they are financially well off. Excuse me. Yeah, they're financially well off, but they don't really see the value in sort of going on a meal prep because of which they prefer to prep their own meals because of which they find the process extremely stressful sometimes. Some people love it. I love it. No, I don't love it. I'd rather go on meal prep. But some people love it. Some people would rather have the ease of access. So going on a meal prep really, really eases things off. The second thing is most of the celebrities, they 
don't really have a DIY way of doing things. They have a trainer and the trainer makes them do things. You know, it's not fair to say that the celebrities don't work hard, but they have it relatively easier when it comes to the facilities. So like, let's say a trainer would be willing to coach the celebrity as per his time in his gym, as per his give of the schedule, and the celebrity just needs to do things. Yeah, just imagine how easier it would be for you if you just ate your meals and everything was given to you in your hand, basically. So that's a very, very underrated tool, basically. So whereas most of the people need to prep, need to prep their own meals, they need to spare some time out, they need to they need to spare time out for training, they need to drive to the gym, they need to change their clothes, they need to take that mental effort for pretty much everything. So yeah, these are mainly the four factors as to why people don't really look like their celebrity and the last one is steroids um, it's a pretty controversial topic but Amir Khan okay from Dangal he is at the age of 40 and like he's put on way more muscle tissue than ever and he's dropped way more fat than ever he must be on steroids you know he could have been on steroids he couldn't have been on steroids nobody really knows what happens that much but if you see an extremely drastic transformation let's say later in your 30s later in your 40s later in your 50s where the hormone production is shutting down of the body you know then there might be something fishy going on i'm not saying there always is something fishy going on but there might be something fishy going on and let's say if your job relies on you looking good and there's a small time frame let's say you got six weeks eight weeks and there's a lot of fat to lose and there's a lot of muscle to be built and you suddenly see like a drastic transformation in such a small period of time there's something fishy going on in my opinion but it's not usually the case but in the bollywood in the hollywood film industry people do use anabolic steroids and performance enhancing drugs is there anything wrong with it the answer is no if you know how to do it properly and if you consider the risks and the consequences and you know how to phase in and out of it properly then it's absolutely fine but it does happen to a large extent, to a large extent. And is it the steroids that actually get you in shape? The answer is absolutely no. They do help. They do help a hell of, by the way. Um, am I a steroid user? I'm not, like, that's, the answer is no, by the way. I would be extremely honest if I'm gonna be using steroids. And I do intend to use it probably four or five years down the line once when I hit my natural potential, basically. And then you wanna start off with the bare minimum. But do I advocate it? The answer is no. That's just a dis disclaimer. Before going ahead with it, you need to consider the risks and consequences. It's going to affect your brain, your liver, your kidney, and your heart. Yeah, if you don't really do it properly. So the best, the best celebrities have a team of doctors working with them side by side, providing them BCT, which is known as post cycle therapy, and like the they constantly get their blood work done so that they the celebrities remain fertile. They keep their health in check. So that's a very underrated tool but you also need you also need to realize that the celebrities have the training nutrition and their movement and their schedule down to a t yeah so that basically is it so these are the main few reasons as to why you don't look like a celebrity look at the things that you can control which is your work ethic and your training your nutrition try to stay at it be consistent with it and you're going to change i can i can guarantee you that basically and that basically is it you know guys i hope you found value out of this podcast and if you if you like this feel free to follow like share subscribe whatever it is just please feel free to do it and if you'd like to transform your physique 
learn how to keep the weight off forever and through sheer habit building and education feel free to fill the link in the bio and we'll hop on a call and we can know where you are where you want to be see what's stopping you and see if i can help you with what i do all right have a nice day guys and i shall be regular with this from your homewards so i apologize and thank you